Hello and welcome to another MLB edition of the DFS Today podcast, which is brought to you by Sports Ethos. My name is Joe Arico and I'll be your host here. Some of you may know me as the host of Fantasy MLB Today, also on the Sports Ethos platform. And now with basketball winding down for the season, we're going to be bringing you some MLB DFS material to try and keep your brains sharp in the DFS mode during what is considered to be the DFS offseason. So one thing we will say before we get going today is that there is a ton of bad weather around the East Coast, and there are quite a few games that are more than likely going to be postponed. So there's already been a couple of games that have been lost to weather today. Uh, the, Yan- the Yankees and the Rangers and the Dodgers and the Cubs have both been postponed already, with other postponements looming and are honestly fairly likely to happen. So we'll talk about tonight's slate. A lot of what I say may end up going out the window because games might get postponed, but we'll do our best here to try and, um, well, I mean, there's only so much we can do, right? But we'll do our best to try and give you guys who I'm thinking are probably going to still be going. But let, let's get into it here and we'll talk about some of the some of the better options now. So I'm really liking Kevin Gosman tonight, despite the fact that the Guardians have actually been fairly surprisingly good offensively to start the season. They are top five in the major leagues in hits and batting average. Uh, overall, they've been a fairly good offensive team. Now, Kevin Gosman has just been so dominant, and his price is really not that bad. It's $51 tonight, which is his season-high price. But the way he's been performing these last, really, every start of the season, maybe not so much his first start against the Rangers, but every other start since has been two earned runs or less with at least eight strikeouts. And eight was the bare minimum there. He's actually got 10, 9, 8, and 9 in those games. So the high strikeout numbers, uh, like we've mentioned yesterday with Shane McClanahan, despite the fact that he only ended up with five strikeouts, you need to aim for guys who have very high strikeout potential and mix that in with a low walk rate because you want to maximize, obviously, your point potential. There's also, a, I think, a very good chance of a Blue Jays victory here tonight should the game go on. Now, I think that there's a chance the game might get postponed. But should the game go on, uh, they lost last night in a fairly tough matchup. And they did. They did come back near the end of the ball game. It did get out of hand a little bit in the middle there. Jose Barrios had a tough outing. I don't expect the Blue Jays to lose two in a row here to Cleveland. So that is that is a part of my of my process that I don't think Cleveland will beat Toronto in back to back games. Now they do have Shane Bieber on the mound, which most years would be a little bit more worrisome than I am about it right now. Shane Bieber has been good this year, especially in his last start. He was very good against Oakland. He has had some velocity dips and has overall not been quite as dominant as we have seen in the past. So I feel fairly confident that a Toronto victory is coming here and that Kevin Gosman will be a fairly decent part of it. So yes, uh, Cleveland has been a fairly tough team this year, but Kevin Gosman has just been that good that it doesn't really matter to me so much. He's been that excellent that I'm probably going to be using him in quite a few different tournaments tonight. Now, there are a few options, and he is the most expensive option on the slate. And I typically would stay away from the most expensive option because of the fact that usually they're a little bit overpriced. They might be trying to trap you a little bit there in terms of the um, the price setters here. Uh, we're talking about Yahoo, but in terms of every DFS site, <clears throat> I tend to stay away from the most expensive pitching option. Here, I like Gosman. Um, there are other options if you wanted to stay away from the more expensive guys, and we'll talk about a few of them. But I feel fairly confident in what he's going to do tonight. There are a, a ton of games at this point where there, there are a lot of good pitchers going. And I'm really not 
too confident about what's going to happen with the rain because to have a seven o'clock game rained out um, and they announced it before noon or around noon hour is would lead you to believe. And here, as I'm talking, we've had another game uh, postponed here. The Mets and the Phillies has been postponed. So they will keep coming, the postponement. So a lot of what I say may not factor in uh, later on. With that being said, there are some guys whose games will not be postponed, such as Sandy Alcantara going up against the, the uh, San Diego Padres. I don't think the West Coast is worried about rain today. So Sandy Alcantara is a really good option. He's coming off a down start for sure against Seattle. He is a pitcher who bounces back very well, and I wouldn't expect two straight down starts in a row. He did give up five earned runs over five and two-thirds in his last outing, and he did finally eclipse 100 pitches for the season. So he's pretty much into that fully stretched out territory. I think it's very possible we see him go very deep in this game tonight. So a $43 salary for him there is very reasonable. There's a couple of guys going up against each other here a little bit further down the slate in Merrill Kelly and Chad Cool, who I think are also both very viable options at $41 and $40 respectively. I think Kelly is my preferred choice here pitching at home. But on the other side, you have Chad Cool going up against a very, very tame Arizona offense. Cool has produced in his last three outings, 23.5, 22.5, and 27.3 fantasy points, recording a victory and going at least six innings in all of those outings. So he's a really good play tonight against a rather, rather feeble uh, Arizona offense. He will be someone I will be slotting into quite a few lineups. As we go further down, there's not really much in terms of value plays tonight. Usually there's at least one or two guys who I think are pretty good value plays. If there was going to be one guy I think might have a potential for that, it would be Jordan Lyles. He's $29 going up against Kansas City, and he has had pretty a pretty successful year to this point. He has pitched very well at home. Uh, his two starts where he didn't do well were on the road against the Yankees in Tampa. They were very tough starts, and he also did have a good start against uh, the Yankees this season in his second appearance going five and a third, giving up just one run. So Jordan Lyles is someone I feel like at home against a, again, not a very good Kansas City offense here. I feel like it's very good matchup-wise uh, for the lineup. And he's also, you know, been fairly surprisingly good this year. Uh, wouldn't have really expected it. There's a couple of bad starts that have inflated the ERA. But overall, he's been a, a pretty valuable low-end fantasy guy. And for a $29 salary, He's not a recommended play, but if you are spending a lot of your money on your position players tonight, then he's a good fill-in option to have there. Now, in terms of pitchers who I'm going to be targeting on the other side, in terms of I'm going to be deploying batters against these guys, the main one that comes to mind is Joanne Adone, who will be starting for the Washington Nationals. He has really not done well this year. He had one good outing, which was against those, those Diamondbacks we talked about, a really not a great offensive team here. That was his only start of the year that we, where he went deeper than six innings. He has worked into the fifth inning a few times, but in every single outing except for the Arizona one, he's given up at least four runs. He's also given up five and six on occasion, and he's walking guys at pretty high rates in, in every game. Three walks, one walk, two walk, three walk, four walk. Not great. Uh, not terrible, especially, you know, the one walk there against San Francisco is fine. But overall, he lets guys on base, and he's going up against a very tough Angels team tonight. So your Shohei Otanis, your Mike Trouts, your Jared Walsh's, uh, your Brandon Marsh's, maybe even Taylor Ward. Now, Taylor Ward's a little bit expensive, but I would definitely be looking at those high-value bats on the Angels in terms of a possible breakout for tonight. That is the main one that I'm going to be going for. Another option here is Jesse Chavez will be pitching against the Milwaukee Brewers. He has had some decent success this year, 
in a opener kind of role. I don't think he'll be going more than probably two innings. He might get three, but with how hot the Brewers have been to this point in the season, I feel really good about using their bats in this lineup. So guys like Rowdy, Rowdy Telez and Christian Yelich, who have been two of the hottest players in baseball, are definitely going to be guys that I'm going to be looking at uh, on the batting side. So a couple of guys uh, to target. Also Hunter Renfro. I really like Hunter Renfro in this matchup here. So uh, that's pretty much the pitching side of it. In terms of some batters we're going to be targeting, yes, Shohei Otani uh, is someone I'm going to be going for here. I like the matchup. He's not too expensive at only $20, and I feel like it's a pretty good, not middle of the pack. It's a little more pricey, but in terms of the lower upper class of pricing, I think Otani is a really good option there. I also think Bo Bichette for $14 is a fantastic option. He's been really, really hot his last six or seven games, recording multi-hit games in almost all of them. And he does have a hitting streak that has gone on now for six games. And like I said, four multi-hit games in that bunch. He is someone whose price is down tonight from last night. He was 19 last night, and he's kind of fluctuated after starting the year. Over $20, he did struggle. He has gone down uh, as low as $12 this year, I believe, or 13 13 is the lowest price we've seen for him. So here at 14 with him on a hot streak like this, yes, he's facing Shane Bieber, but this is not Cy Young 2020 Shane Bieber. This is a slightly different version of him there. So I'll be very happy to ride the hot streak with Boba Shett here. Uh, for a $14 salary, you're almost laughing, right? The upside there is really, really high. So no problem at all there using Bo for $14. In fact, I kind of recommend it in all honesty. Um, one other guy who I really like tonight is Ryan Mountcastle. He'll be going up against Carlos Hernandez, who honestly has not been too bad this year. Uh, hasn't gone very deep in games, which has kind of inflated the ERA. But he hasn't given up more than four runs, which is in his first start against Cleveland. And then after that, it was three runs, three runs, and two runs. Now, he's not going very deep in games, so the ERA is at six. Now, the reason I'm targeting Mountcastle is because he's been pretty hot, especially yesterday. He hit the two home runs, and I'll be trying to ride that hot streak off of a fairly low salary here at $13. I think it's a good matchup. He'll be in the middle of the lineup tonight, probably in the three spot of the four slot. Not sure exactly where they will put him, but I do like him quite a bit as an option tonight. Tommy Edmond is another guy who I will be riding because he has been really, really hot recently. He scored runs in each of his last four games. He has been um, one of the better fantasy assets this season, whether it be points leagues or category leagues. He has been one of the huge, huge surprises. So Tommy Edmond, while he is hot here, I'm going to be riding the hot hand. So that will pretty much wrap it up for us, guys. I don't want to get into too, too much stuff because I'm honestly really not too certain about what these games will hold, how many of them will actually end up Going forward, how many of them will be pushed into double headers for tomorrow? Uh, a lot of the pitching stuff that I've said, if the games do get pushed over, a lot of it will apply to tomorrow. And for these batters, if they do have to face those guys tomorrow, the same stuff would apply. So it doesn't change too much if they get postponed, depending on how much uh, managers will mix around their lineups and how much uh, it will impact pitchers tomorrow. Because there will be some more postponements. We've already had three games uh, go today to rain so we will hopefully not have any more but i'm thinking we'll have one or two more so always keep that in mind if you do set an early dfs lineup you will have to go back and more than likely make some edits uh, make sure if you don't have your notifications on for wherever you're using um, for dfs whether it be yahoo DraftKings, wherever a lot of the times they will notify you if players games are postponed now obviously those sites aren't perfect those apps aren't perfect so sometimes you won't so make sure to check in closer to start times tonight to make sure that everybody that you have 
allotted in your lineup is actually going to be going, especially the pitchers. Because if you have a zero from a pitcher, it's very, very hard to recover from that, and it'll essentially be a waste of money there. So that will be it for us today. Uh, for those of you who have been listening to the show, thank you very much. I really appreciate the viewership. You guys can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99. That's J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O-99. Hit me there with any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, things you'd like to see on the show. If you just want to talk about baseball or sports in general, by all means, go ahead, hit me up there. Uh, we will see you back here on Monday for another edition of the DFS Today pod. Everybody, I hope you have a fantastic weekend and I hope you have a very successful night in DFS. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>